0: unbecoming of age the podcast a cautionary tale listen to what they say then do the opposite your hosts Colin Flynn and John M Craig
1: thank you for joining us episode 122 unbecoming of age the podcast we met on social media we have never laid eyes on each other in real life I am one of your co-hosts my name is Colin Flynn I live in Iowa and my buddy John M. Craig
0: Hey 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 Colin how are you
1: I am good you're kind of semi uh, sort of uh, moved into a, a new space here you 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 set up sort of a it uh, looks like a, a mini podcasting sort of uh, what would you call it a a booth a uh,
0: yeah it's a it's a booth i've got i've got uh, sound panels wrapped around my head just around half of my head
1: it, would it be okay. Uh, that would be cool if you just permanently just kind of walked around with those in life, mm-hmm. little semicircular
0: sort mm-hmm. of right. booth I, thing. Just to- <laughs> that's exactly right. I, I can't make eye contact with anyone. They can't look at me in the eyes. They can't. But I will sound great in their headphones.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I can't have a conversation. I can only talk at someone
1: and so, on mic. How are you feeling about it? Is it is it making you happy? Is it is it bringing? It, is it sparking is, joy?
0: Is is what sparking joy? This the, bullshit. The, yes, the 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 amount the money that I spent for nothing. <laughs> this shitty money for the newer. That's the newer N E E W E R fucking microphone. Like like little. Dad. Do-down. What do you call that thing? The arm, the yeah. arm that you attach to your desk.
1: Gizmo. Do-down, yeah,
0: do-down. and then the the newer sound panel thing. That's the large one. It's not that large. It's about uh, what would we say about about a foot and a half high, and then the panels go. We'd say about maybe a total of like two feet, and it's kind of like rounded, like a half a shell. And then on the back, it's got metal construction but it's just got really like the foam you know sound panel on the inside and i'm talking into that
1: you were you were sort of looking it sounds like for lightning bolts a lightning bolt to come down and and make your life better and and instead you kind of got you got lightning bugs you got you got a lightning bug but you know
0: no, I, 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 I had, I had very, I had very um, uh, low expectations. I forgot that I had ordered this stuff. It showed up today. I was like, oh, cool, because I didn't think it was going to show up for like another week or so. So then I, I set it up. I sent you pictures of it, um, and, and I was like, I thought, you know, every time we start, you text me a link and say, you, you know, uh, I'm ready. I sent the login. I sent you the email for the login. I'm like, cool. And then every single week, regardless of my setup. I log in and I'm not ready. I'm like Usually fumbling is. with shit. They're fucking, I've got to unplug the refrigerator, mm-hmm. turn off the fucking, the heater. Yeah. And I'm a, it doesn't, and there's always an issue. And then today I said, you know, I think I wrote you. I'm going to, you know, it's, it's, it's already, it's ready to yeah. go. It's set up. If, if, if I, if it's not seamless when we log in, then it's the problem isn't the equipment of the setup. It's me. I've got a problem. And a sure passion. enough. Yeah. yeah. And sure enough. That's what happened tonight. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: It's, I think you're there now. So let's no, I'm not.
0: Just I'm not. I'm not here. Story. I'm not here. No, you're not. There's nothing you can do or say that was going to turn me around. This is <laughs> going to be what episode is this? One twenty one.
1: One twenty two. But here's here's oh, the okay. thing about the episode numbers fucking Apple fucking fuck you Apple is what I've got to say that the fucking company of Apple fucking their fucktastic fucktangular uh, fuck thing that they've got going on uh, so they have decided they sent a letter out to everybody in the uh, podcasting space today uh, saying that by the way uh, there's some things uh, within the Apple uh, back end of the Apple podcast uh, app thing that they use when you when you get signed up that um, we want you all to change uh, and we want you to quit using episode numbers seriously uh, why I, well, they didn't explain why. They just said that it could possibly end up in a situation where you're going to get your your, uh, your your show might be removed from uh, the Apple podcast directory, which would be stupid. So uh, I think from what I've read, uh, the, there's been some stuff on Reddit, some people, um, you know, mostly guesswork, but you know, people trying to uh, figure out exactly why they're doing it. And this, the, the thing I saw today that made more sense than anything was that maybe Siri is having problems with it. You're saying play... You know, some blah 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 and series, not seeing because people might do it differently. episodes. Some people might, you know, call it a show. They might use uh, the the numbering. Like I've been putting zero one two two for episode one twenty two, um, and maybe uh, series having uh, issues trying to figure that shit out. I don't. Mm-hmm. know.
0: And I'm having issues with you putting uh, zero. One two two. I don't know why you're not putting zero zero one two two. What makes you think that we're only going to do nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine podcasts?
1: <laughs> it's like bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> you're
0: a very negative fella. I think you <laughs> should look. I figured by the time I get to ten
1: thousand beers, then fuck it. You know, it's like I don't know. I just I, I kind of reverse engineered the math, and I thought no, I, I think know, the I've math is alive. fine.
0: I know, I, I the you math know. is good. Yeah, I mean you. <laughs> so i'm
1: what i 'm hoping here for for both of us because uh, i'm pissed off at apple you're pissed off at your equipment we'll go to wor- word of the week here we're hoping for a our halcyon halcyon moment uh, that's my vocabulary word that i'm working on for this part of the week halcyon
0: uh, how do you how do you spell that
1: a- H-L- H uh, a l c y o n, H a l c y o n. So we're. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. What does that mean? I I know the word. I'm familiar uh, with the word, but I don't know what it
1: means. Halcyon. It's uh, calm, peaceful, happy. Calm, peaceful, happy is generally what. Uh, I, that's
0: I, not I, my word. Halcyon. That is so not. I'm not. Yeah, you, what, you mm-hmm. should work
1: on it. You know, I'm. No. I'm thinking this summer. My plan for the summer. Uh, I'm uh, because if it ever gets here, because we've still got the. Fuck you, Mother Nature. Shit is coming up here. And I'm, I'm uh, whatever, if there's some sort of a, a religion, some sort of an evil, something I can do right now that, because uh, I, I, I know people are praying for warmer weather. Fuck you, it's not working, is what I'm saying. Uh, prayers are not being answered. We've got minus, we're starting March here in this part of the world with the first. Four days of March they've got um, like single digit uh, highs and overnight lows like minus 13 so fuck all that uh, anyway so I'm hoping for uh, summer to get here uh, at some point uh, I, I'm gonna try to do kind of an, an American Beauty theme the, the movie uh, for for summer is what I'm thinking um, and uh, parts of it I, I should probably leave out I, okay so I'm thinking um, the garage I should set the garage up a little more for you know maybe a, a weight bench out there, like the, the the Kevin Spacey character did, uh, you know, he got pissed off at his job and basically said "fuck it" in the movie and quit his job. And uh, then he he just started lifting weights. He started smoking a lot of weed and uh, listening to rock and roll music in the garage. Uh, he ran a lot. He did a lot of running with with uh, the gay guys across the street, which I, I don't know that there are any gay guys uh, in the neighborhood. Uh, I'll run with them if if uh, if they want to if they'll, if they'll have me. Um, um, there's no Mira sorvino uh, sort of character here there's no there's no uh, there's no f- young girl across the street that I can you know peer in her window and f- have some sort of a strange uh, fascination with. So so that that there is an old lady across so, the
0: so basically what you really want we need to reach out to the gay community in your neighborhood. We need a couple of gay guys to run with and a younger hot we can probably even does she have to be a uh, a blonde? It doesn't matter.
1: No, no. I I mm. might even just there's there's an old lady across the street. Yeah, yeah, I, it, she she might have to fill in yeah. The, yeah. It
0: wasn't girl. Mira Sorvino. Mira Sorvino was in her thirties so in that movie. Oh, was was she, made, Mina was it? Suveri or something hold on one second no no no. i know just because it kind of threw me for a loop i'm like wait a second um now i gotta find out i don't even know but uh, (laughs) but you you watch the movie clearly the gay guy can have the
1: muscle car i don't really need to buy one but if i can just occasionally if he can give me a ride in the muscle car uh, while we're going to buy weed or something like that that would be okay and then uh, preferably nobody nobody gets hurt, so we can leave the guns and the killing and, and the suicides and all that stuff out. Uh, I think, um, or no, wait, it wasn't a suicide. It was the it was the neighbor guy shot him. That's right. It's, it's a fucking
0: It It's mind-boggling that I got Mina Suveri I mean, I don't think I've ever seen her in anything else. I was correct on that. She hasn't. And, so yeah. I don't think
1: she's been in much. she? She's, she's she kind of went away after that for some
0: reason. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. She's 40 years old now. And then and then there was another guy. That his name is Wes Bentley I remembered his name too he's been he, in some
1: stuff yeah he, he has was, maybe yeah, he, he was the the, the kind of creepy kid that had the fascination with uh, Kevin Spacey's daughter right and w- was staring at his eyes at the end of the movie after he had gotten shot uh, in, the, in the head from uh, uh, what's the character uh, well it was that it was the army guy across the street right the the uh, crazy dad um,
0: yeah I, oh yeah yeah Chris Cooper right Chris Cooper's character right right yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time and I remember this shit uh west bentley was an american horror story uh, about five years ago i remember yeah, that yeah and he's been yeah. in some smaller yeah he played a cop in one in that mm-hmm. hotel one with lady gaga i think
1: so yeah i may uh i may get some rose petals and uh you know
0: uh, i would just say just stick with the rose petals
1: just figure up something with the rose petals mm-hmm. i don't know but the whole yeah. thing i'm thinking uh, if i could yeah i should lift weights and and run and yeah, all that it, it would be good it, it would be i think uh uh a happy, a happy summer if I could do that. It would be, it would be all right. And, uh, so you know i would be i feel cheerful I, I had this lady that um there's this lady that okay she uh i there's this little grocery store uh kind of across the street from where i work and they've got this deli thing that i'll go in there occasionally because they've got decently priced stuff and it's quick and i can go in and grab you know the quick something and i'll go in there and so um she was in there for a long time uh it sounds like something went wrong with the I,
0: I apologize it was, it, was, it was i banged i banged the shock uh, mount it's a good like thing though because there's no there. shock
1: as long as you're figuring out where the edges are we'll, we'll, we'll just, that I, to show this. so 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 the woman is she's she'd been working at the deli for for a long time and she always uh she, she struck me as being um kind of okay she seemed i'm gonna just gonna just gonna say it out loud she seemed she seemed a little uh a little slow-witted let's just say she seemed a little a little slow uh, a dimwit a little dim, a little dim, um, but happy. She was always happy.
0: Uh, like an imbecile, or, or like no, no, like what level? Like, not
1: quite there. You, you know, try to engage her in a little conversation. There wasn't. She don't, never mm. you know, really could, could mm-hmm. answer back much. She she seemed like she got uh, maybe it was some sort of a uh, just maybe she was uncomfortable. I don't know. But she but the one thing she always did at the end of the order all the time was I would give her something. Uh, you know, give, I would give her the money and, and uh, maybe I would say something. She would always slide the slide the sack over the counter and she would say she's say enjoy that was always the end of the, of the transaction enjoy she would give me this thing where she would that and I, I thought well that time you know I should I should I
0: should enjoy I really should is, is, is she an elder an elderly woman
1: know she's 40-ish you know and i, I don't know okay so, so anyway she,
0: she because i was wondering your impression made her sound like she might have been a little she's older a
1: little, well she acted like she was so uh she disappeared and i thought well what the hell happened to her i thought i would you know and i didn't ever ask i didn't want to get you know too too snoopy about her or anything you know it's like what happened to, what happened to the lady so then t- today i go over to this other place it's, it's up the blockways <laughs> not not very far just just two three blocks and i walk in and there she is and, uh, I got, yeah. I got some, some. Also a grocery store? I, I, it's it's like a, a sandwich a shop little market. Sort of time. Okay. A little, yeah, sort of a sandwich shop kind of place not not in the grocery store But generally the same kind of thing, but it's a little fancier It's a little more upscale and so she's moved up in the world and I'm thinking good for her good This is this is great. And I'm thinking this this is awesome. And I and I, I, I kind of like hey, how you doing? I kinda tried try to make a little small talk And She looked at me like she didn't know who the fuck I was or hmm. did, you know, and, and I thought okay fine And I, apparently she made a bigger impression on me than I did on her which uh, that happens, you know to me it- a lot
0: any um, chance it was Mina Suveri? You said I, she was about 40. I mean, she, she just turned 40. I
1: I, I don't uh, think so. No. Okay. no. Um, I'm, I'm thinking Mina probably is still an attractive person. I'm probably. <laughs> You're I'm saying that,
0: sure that, that this girl. woman's not. So the, the unattractive uh, dimwit made a mark on you. She really did. She left an impression, she, she, and she, she has no idea who you are. She
1: had a good outlook. She had a good outlook. So today, when I'm getting my stuff, she slides this stuff across to me after she takes the money, and she's enjoy. And he's like, yeah, she gives me the same, <laughs> <laughs> same deal. It's like it's just working it further up the block, and it's just the enjoy. You know, so it's
0: like. Have it you considered the possibility that it's it's re- it's all just empty, and I that she doesn't have a positive outlook, and that it's just that she's on sort of a loop, almost like a you know artificial unintelligence you know i want i
1: wanted more i wanted more out of out of the relationship i really did i was hoping for <laughs> she's 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 in a halcyon place i guess she's she's calm and peaceful and happy and she she enjoys but uh i don't know it was, it was like uh i felt it was it was it uh it was uh bittersweet it was it was good to see her uh and then uh at the same time i just kind of wanted her to go fuck herself just what the
0: fuck you know, but if she were to fuck herself you'd want her to enjoy I know I get it you have I to like, tell come me come
1: on throw me a bone here you know me you know me bitch come on what the mm. hell let's, let's have this let's have a conversation let's, let's talk I don't know let's talk something something serious let's talk I, I should have asked her about American Beauty have you seen American Beauty what do you think
0: <laughs> she would have been like Mira Servino love that movie <laughs> Just the, the young neighbor in her 40s <laughs> Can't watch it again. Actually, I did
1: watch part of it, and uh, you know, the Kevin Spacey thing, I know we're supposed to hate him. Uh, I just, I, the I'm actor
0: sorry. or the character or everything. Well, the
1: whole idea that he's there. I'm sure there's a lot of people now that are like, "Oh, Kevin Spacey, I can't watch anything. I can't watch anything he's in." Well, I don't know why I went into that voice, but you know, um, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. I can't watch Kevin Spacey anymore because of that "me too" moment. He was chasing them other boys, and I don't think you should, uh, you know, necessarily I've, pre- I've press I've, yourself um, onto unsuspecting um, young yeah. gentlemen. Um, unless you're a
0: priest unless you're a priest if you're a priest (laughs) you get a pass because god then you got an agreement with god why just, are we doing this voice? Just, Nobody uh, thinks that. That's,
1: they they uh, just uh, they just announced in uh, Sioux City, Iowa, which is from where I'm from. They just mm-hmm. uh, had another press conference this week and said, "Okay, here's the list. We we we, we comprehensively went back and we looked back all the way to uh, I don't know remember what year it was, but it was a long ways back. They they have this list and they said we feel this is the comprehensive list. These are the these are the priests that were that were uh, responsible and uh, one particular priest uh, was responsible responsible for 35 uh 35 instances he was the one that was in my hometown and uh, it was I can tell you it was considered very affable very very he was a very popular guy people liked him uh, and but he was apparently sticking his uh, whatever wow um, I now
0: do you, is he older than you your age do you know he
1: was yeah he's uh, he would be like in his 80s or some shit. okay like
0: and do you uh, remember that you remember this priest
1: I remember him you yeah, uh, he was he was one of the priests don't very often uh, if you if you grew up Catholic there you know most priests are pretty dour the way they deliver the just the whole thing
0: well, many sure uh, of a certain good. of a certain age and time yeah, period yeah, yeah, yes yeah. Mm. yeah
1: and he was uh, he was completely different than those types he he always had a joke with every sermon he, he worked in right. some sort of a, mm-hmm. a funny thing all the time. really yeah he was one of those kind of guys and uh, really uh, people people really thought he was he was great and but then uh, I did read, though, and because um, uh, they said that the, 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 that diocese has paid out $4.2 million uh, in reparations to these people that um, they're, they're trying to get to, you know, these boys that are now men. They're basically trying to, you know. I mean, well, they're trying to get them shut up and go away, I guess, for the most part. But four point two million dollars, and I'm wondering how much that money has come back to to the, my community and maybe done some good. Maybe somebody's opened a business or been able to do something later in life without you know waking up. There's
0: know, no know. amount of money that I'd oh, be okay yeah, with, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, in the sense that it, it's just sort of like I it's. Well, yeah that that's one
1: now if a priest wanted to if a, you know if a priest wanted to bugger me for 4.2 million I'd, I'd probably consider it but um,
0: just yeah, leave, but, yeah just but as a boy as a boy <laughs> no, as you a know boy. I mean <laughs> yeah, as yeah. a boy I'm listen I, I'm very I don't have as far as I know I don't have any repressed memories uh, I was a I was a cub scout yes. I was I was a wee below we belong yes, you know like belong. the. Yeah. i was never a boy scout so yeah, uh yeah. you know um i don't remember i wasn't i was never an altar boy were you an altar boy
1: i wasn't i was i was an altar boy okay. and uh i was uh also in in boy scouts both of those mm-hmm. things
0: and do you remember anything i mean not that no, we should no. really talk about <laughs> I, I i really I don't mean, We, mean yeah i a, don't know nothing we,
1: we'd know we we had a uh the the one uh church where i was an altar boy at the longest uh we had a uh uh we had a priest there that um never had any accusations anywhere leveled against him he and i you know there as, you know i don't know like you say repressed memories I'm, I'm sure there weren't any uh i can tell you though that guy was a fucking straight up lush alcoholic he drank like a motherfucker
0: the affable uh, and, priest
1: the, well i don't know about the affable one but the no the one at my the one that i was around the most that I,
0: oh oh you're saying this guy is ne- has as far as you know has not been accused of not, any not inappropriate been accused, not been but accused he you this. remember him drinking
1: Yes, yes, yes. Now there was another priest that I remember. Oh, drinking. Yeah, I remember him. Pour, yeah, he poured it down. And early in the morning, this guy would start. When we when we serve mass, he would, uh, uh, you know, they have a certain. Uh, the, every priest had a, a, you know, they want a certain amount of water and wine poured into the chalice, and they you, you kind of work it out ahead of time. They'll tell you, I want you to give me a, a little dribble, and then uh, when, a lot of them would just wipe their their finger a little bit uh, on the, on the wine vessel. Just to, they would dribble it out a little bit and. W- and kind of just get a finger enough of it and kind of rub it inside the chalice and put some water in there and so there was there was technically there was there was wine in there but they weren't really like drinking a bunch this guy was just the opposite of that he had these the, these cruets these these you know vessels that they put the water and wine in he basically was he had a full cruet of wine and he would just he would sit, you know he would tell you just dump the whole thing in the chalice and then he would Pour, put a little splash of water on there and he would chug that thing and that was at you know 7 a.m mass you know and he still had a 7 a.m probably an 8 or a 9:30 or some sort of something but he you know he was doing a, a pretty good sized glass of wine for for breakfast a couple you know a couple glasses every day so yeah, he was chugging it down and uh that's what they did for the most part i, I think a lot of those lot of those guys but uh yeah, it's, yeah. Uh,
0: I didn't spend a lot of time around uh, around priests. I was not an altar boy. Uh, I didn't go to Catholic school growing up. I went to CCD once a week, Wednesdays when the Catholic kids school when the Catholic schools had half a day. All the uh, public school kids would go to you know training for CCD right. and all that. And so, and then again, I feel very fortunate. I, uh, I, my cousin, I think I've said, talked about this once before. My, my cousin, when he was around 14, I believe there was a priest that took he and his friends down to, um, from Pennsylvania to like, uh, the Jersey shore. Now, I don't know if it was a full weekend. I don't know if there were other adults there. I'm, I'm very curious about that. I, I like, I don't know. I, I, if my children were young teenagers, you know, anywhere between, you know, like single, late single digits, you know, to about like teenager, 15, 16, I don't think I'd be okay with them going with a priest or a, 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 a Cub Scout, Boy Scout. Like even the camping trips, when, when Cameron was really young, if, if, if I couldn't be on the camping trip, I didn't want him to go. I was Yay. concerned. I was concerned, even though I knew most of the guys that were like the uh, the pack leaders or whatever you call them, the scoutmasters. Um, I don't know all those boys. What what about you know like if if if, if my son is uh, eleven or twelve, right? There was that time when you, you before you cross over from like wee below to. Uh, boy scouts and i'm sure if anyone's listening and knows all this stuff i'm just talking about a general range there was an opportunity for him to go on a you know a camping trip and it was like no i'm good It's not gonna go because what if what there's a huge difference between a, a 12 13 year old like a kid that has not had puberty right been there and like a 16 17 year old boy even 18 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's yeah, crazy, shit, man. And and I yeah, I don't know. There's there's something about a a teenage hormonal boy that even if they weren't gay, there was a you know there's something you know there's a lot of testosterone and ick. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? and
1: yeah. now we have more of a frame of reference. I think back then uh, people were just you know I don't know they they just thought they
0: they uh, we were things. more trusting. I don't think they really Delusional?
1: There were jokes. When I was in, I, I remember in grade school, a, a joke that, you know, was told somebody would say, you know, how do you get a, you get a nun pregnant? And the punchline was, dress her up like an altar boy. Um, that was when I was in grade school, fucking uh, way back, you know, back in the sepia tone days of york. Of, of I don't remember that uh, joke. Um, yeah, I... Like one of the really? first, first jokes I learned. So obviously there was some reason for people to have been telling that joke. There was some uh, level of suspicion right. you, that yeah, was out there. Yeah. So, but for the most part, I don't think the parents never really thought about. it. I think they sent their kids off with these guys thinking it was an uh, honor. It was, and that's been kind of portrayed in some of the movies that uh, you know have come out recently, uh, you know, with that subject matter. But uh, um, yeah, you know, if you're if you're, uh, if you're a, a, a little Irish Catholic kid and the uh, priest was paying attention to you. That was uh, supposed to be, uh, you know, hey, that was, that was supposed to be a good thing.
0: Oh, you're but, chosen. That's great. Good for you. I, I don't know. I'd rather, I'd re- rather make the assumption and be wrong than go like, oh, everything's fine, and then something happened, and then what? Are, you know, it's, it's, it's statistically maybe the, the numbers are low, but it's again, it's like, it's like that. They even one is one too many. It yeah. just really is. It's like, I
1: don't know. Well, the stis- st- 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 statistics were pretty high, actually, as it turned out, if you look at those numbers. Well, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? This guy from this little town in Iowa, for the time he was there for 10 years, he's, he's had 35 kids that have come forward. Uh, 35 people have uh, oh, uh, come shit. forward and said, yes, uh, you know, this happened to me. So if uh, 35 in 10 years, he was on a pretty pretty heavy clip. And I'm sure there's Jesus. some... I'm sure there are some that have not come forward or have, you know, have died or whatever. It makes me think sometimes. I think back to somebody I knew that uh, has, has passed away, in, in, you know, for whatever reason. I've had a couple friends that, um, uh, that I went to high school with that um, died in sort of, uh, uh, I wouldn't say unexplained, but they were in car, you know, like single car accidents or motorcycle things, like some things that went on that were really reckless. They went off a road and hit a tree things like that and it makes me wonder sometimes it's like maybe there's somebody that was had you know this this uh horrible guilt grief thing going on and and just off themselves but you know without wanting to tell anybody about what was going on because uh uh you know like I said if it happens as a kid you know holy shit that's uh you know that's that's it's fucked up so you know it's it's amazing really that the that the catholic church still goes on and i was I was raised catholic and uh, i know that their numbers are, are way the fuck down and they're they're having problems but i also i i live in a in a town that um the uh they've got a new uh uh newly built uh Catholic high school here that's huge and uh, Catholic uh, the, the both the middle schools um, both those schools are um, at, at maximum attendance it costs you I think the uh, The high school the Catholic high school uh, per students about I think it's about seven grand a year for somebody to send a, a student there uh, and uh, it's there's there's a lot of people that aren't Catholic that are sending their kid to school there because it's a it's a you know they're they're not happy with what's going on in the in the public school system. Our public schools here have a bunch of fucking problems uh, that I've talked about. And uh, you know if you've got the money, if you have got the, the downstroke to send the kid off to some place where there's far less issues than are going on uh, in the in the public school system, they're 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 still doing it. And uh, like I said, they're they're at capacity. They're, uh, there's a wait list. So there's still people sending kids through the Catholic school system without and I know they the, the, the priests aren't involved with with the Catholic school system the way they were back in the day. I'm not saying they're not there there, there are there a are few around but uh, you know the ones that are there are are being watched I'm sure quite quite heavily they don't let anybody in there. I'm sure there's there's never an instance anymore where a priest is in a room with a single student male or female i would guess they they probably always got them on a some sort of a system where there's got to be somebody else in the room which, well ah, it's crazy yeah when you think about it
0: yeah I, you know you were saying that the catholic church is kind of their numbers are down way down and near. yeah yeah um jesus is on uh instagram though mm-hmm. yeah we do have jesus and uh he's got 41.9 thousand followers uh 45 (laughs) posts (laughs) and is is following is actually jesus is following two people jesus shouldn't be following anyone okay jesus should have more followers he's following mda michael who's got a private account uh he's got a picture of an eagle a money bag a some sort of graph chart with the numbers going up and a soccer ball and he looks like a teenager and following Andrew, uh, it says L A, and is that a Bulgarian flag? Um, red, blue, and yellow. What is that flag? Anyway, uh, and then let's see. Um, yeah, so this is just Jesus daily spreading God's love. Like, nice, like, sir. let me see today's post. No, this is three days ago. Um, God has a plan for you, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Just letting you know. I mean. It, it, if you're worried about anything, Jesus, God has a plan for you.
1: I used to follow Satan on on Instagram, and it was uh, it was a pretty good account for. Did you really? Yeah, it was it was a pretty good account for quite a while. But then uh, Satan kept trying to sell me a lot of shoes and sunglasses and shit, and uh, <laughs> it was like, uh, no, I don't think so. Like I, after a while, it got a little too much, so I had to let it go. But uh, I just read a tweet on Twitter. Uh, By the way, John Michael Craig, you'll enjoy this. If you're reading this, give me 20 bucks. And that is uh, from Diego McLeod. If you're reading this, give me 20 bucks.
0: That's the tweet. Uh, I didn't read it, I heard it from my podcast co host, Colin Flynn.
1: He's the guy that ends our show, the uh, um, sometimes-when-we-touch singer.
0: Right, he's, he's right. Nice. I, 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 he just he posed way too much of that dumb, the Russian. What is that thing that he posts on his Instagram?
1: Yeah, he has a lot of those little videos, his little Russian videos, which are pretty fucking hilarious. But uh,
0: Yeah, I, I'm just getting to a point where I, I don't have um, patience for my own bullshit, so I'm starting to have less and less patience for it. even things that aren't necessarily bullshit. You know, like, there's that, that, that little Korean fat fuck, and then that guy that we got with the cotton f- candy hair, that guy. can't. I'm done with their shit. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I like I just... I can't... I, I, think, it, it, it,
1: I think it's, you know, everybody's, like, talking about the, those talks, uh, you know, breaking down for... The only reason they broke down is Trump wants to get his ass back here to try to... Whatever he's gonna do with Cohen, that's that's all that he's. I don't think he's
0: gonna do anything with Cohen.
1: Uh, he's just like, what the fuck? I got to get back there. He, you know, just he, he, he wants to be back, just so he feels like he's, he's, he's I, Well, you're he, right. I don't think he can do it.
0: Well, first of all, what's the point of him doing anything other than saying what he said about Michael Cohen being a liar? But the one thing he didn't lie about it, and basically he put it through his filter of that there was there was no collusion because essentially Michael Cohen said there was he didn't witness there's like he doesn't have proof it's speculation that there's collusion with the russians based on you know but whatever it was with roger stone right right Uh, so so it's sort of trump is is manipulative and he is who he is but and he doesn't have a guy to take care of cohen because guy cohen michael cohen would have been the guy that would have taken care of Cohen.
1: <laughs> but they call. Yeah, yeah, I know. But they call. They, that's the thing that's, that is disappointing the most for me is they. I, I, I saw them refer to Cohen as a fixer, and I was like, have they not watched Ray Donovan? Ray Donovan is a fixer. Ray Donovan mm-hmm. would have taken care of this shit. It would. There would. Cohen can't be a fixer. He's too much of a wuss, man. That guy's—he's uh, just—he's—I uh, don't know. He's—he's he's got no hutzpah. He's got no—I uh, don't know. But it was—it was a funny day for me because all, it was all of a sudden every Democrat in the world believed Cohen, and and on the same day every Republican was calling Cohen a liar. So it was like, <laughs> you know. Uh, three months ago or whatever I know they've, Cohen's been on the hot seat for longer than that but uh, it's like it's funny how uh, you know how people turn into just a complete uh, yeah he's, that's absolutely the gospel truth it's everything he's saying you, you gotta believe it you gotta fucking do whatever you know and then, then all the Republicans are going are you kidding me he's a liar he's a fucking liar and, but they, they, they both had the complete opposite 180 viewpoint of that uh, not that long ago in time and uh, we we take these these uh, these stupid fucking uh the, the you know okay so we've got these you know you, you got to be on the right or you got to be on the left and so we take these stupid moments these manipulated moments which are, i think are uh, just so fucking sketchy you know it's just it's like the, the whole process is such a, f- a sham the way it's it, 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 the way politics work and then we, we come to these days where all of a sudden there's the big exclamation point he's on the stand and then this is something we're supposed to all react to no fuck you the whole, whole thing's a fucking r- ridiculous um, it, it's just, just uh, a moment in time that makes no sense didn't make sense leading up to it it makes no sense now and uh, is it gonna is it gonna lead to anything? I guess we'll we'll wait and see. Um, if I was betting uh, that to that, that, that day that testimony from yesterday actually leads to anything um, I'm just betting no I don't, I don't think it does I think we're gonna end up going into the election just as, as we were there's gonna be it's, this is so reminiscent I've said this b- before this is to me being old enough to remember this um, the, the 80s this is so fucking reminiscent of it's just a redo uh, it, you know it's just a complete redo of Bill Clinton uh, it's just this Especially his second term, it's like this went on over and over and over. They they had Bill, they had him on this, they had him on the Whitewater thing, they had him on that, they had him on this, and they, they, it's like every second, you know, it's like this is the this is the one, this is the thing we're going to nail him on. And uh, finally, when they did nail him, when he was finally actually did something that was illegal completely, and he was he was okay, he, it was. Plain to see for everybody that there was a perjury a thing that went on and he was impeached in the house what happened right. the next day right. the next day the senate overturned it and that's what would, what would happen today in today's world i have no doubt about it so it's just much ado about right. now. you
0: you meant you mentioned the 80s but it was actually uh 1992 is 92. when he was elected right right so a- 80, then 88 to 92 right so 88 to 92 was was bush uh senior Bush senior. Okay. Right. Uh, right. So, and, and the thing is that he, he was our last, he was our last one. You know why, you know why I, I know this and remember this is because Clinton is the first presidential election that I voted in. I was born in 1971. So in 1988, when would that election have been? It would have been in in, in November of 88. eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Right. And I in in September of eighty eight, I turned seventeen. So okay. I missed that eighty eight election right. by like you know
1: paying attention all that. N- yeah.
0: a little less than a year you know, and so so then, Clinton was the first time I was able to vote for the president. And so I which I, I think I've voted in every presidential election since then. I've never been thrilled going into that voting booth. But uh yeah, Clinton um it, the first, but but Clinton the first w- time
1: was the Ross Perot election where where he Clinton was elected um by some really low margin because uh because of the Ross Perot fact. Yeah,
0: that was a uh a monkey wrench. Yeah, yeah. A very wealthy. Did he run as an independent? I don't yes, really remember. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: What was uh, what was uh, his vice presidential guy? Stockwell. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That, was a, that older <laughs> military guy. It was some old guy. His. Who had no business, who had no business being a, a politician.
1: Yeah, it was just bad. The whole thing was batshit crazy. All of it was, and in, in Perot was just this, he, he, he was in, for the, running for a while, and then he announced that he, he was out, and then he came, and then he had this big press conference, and that was in the days when people actually, when there was a pre- press conference, there was still basically three channels. People had cable, but the, it was still where, where people paid attention to the, you know, the major really? three networks. It was pre-CNN, it was pre-Fox News and all that. Shit. So uh, when the three networks came on, it, people paid attention. And Ross Perot basically bought airtime, and everybody was watching. I'm back right. in. I'm back in. Yeah. yeah you can't yeah. keep a dog off the porch. He was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> did, yeah. I mean, did he actually have an infomercial? He may have had an. I don't I know think if he, he had did. one. I <laughs> no, no. But I mean, because the laws, uh, equal time laws, are, are pretty particular where they were back then. I don't know what it was like. But I vaguely remember something a little bit untraditional for promoting your campaign, your presidential campaign. But uh, George um, Herbert Walker Bush, the the one who just passed away recently, he's the the last uh, one-term president that we've had. Yeah. Right? Isn't that right? Because you had Clinton for back-to-back, then you had George W. Bush back-to-back. That's uh, 16 years. Right. And then you had Obama back to back. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm fucking. <laughs> you got 20 years. And now you've got uh, this guy, Trump. Right. Yeah, you know, I'm hoping one term. I don't know what I hope. I don't know. I just want something. that I just can't with this guy. Yeah. Not a fan. There
1: still has to be somebody. There's got to be, out of all the 20 or so people that have been, (laughs) (laughs) that have announced and uh, more and more keep showing up here in Iowa, too, uh, uh, they're... I guess testing the waters, or, or or whatever goes on when they show up in Iowa. Um, de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, has been here like twice <sighs> in the last uh, month or so, uh, and so yeah, you know, these there's a bunch more that are that are going to end up uh, declaring, and so uh, one has to stand up and uh, and stick out a little bit as as being somebody that can that can uh, actually you know be the one that's a big enough deal to. To get well, you got to get the nomination, then you got to beat him. And I'm just, so far still. I don't. I don't know who the hell that would be. Uh, I, I haven't seen the one person. Uh, whether this Beto O'Rourke or Beto, or however you say his name, uh, you know, he's another one that hasn't declared, but will. I'm sure soon. Uh, he's got the basically the Oprah nod, which I think would be uh, a big deal. She was the one that got uh, that got. Uh, uh, Obama into the limelight the way you know when she decided he should be running so I don't know it's gonna be fun to watch I I, I don't know it, whatever happens happens um, but God, some of these distractions like like this the thing with Cohen is I, I, I'm still calling that a distraction uh, the idea that we're talking about some issues um, uh, like Medicare for everybody um, Medicare for everybody just means you know we're gonna we're going to take the healthcare industry and let the government run it. If you think about the unlikelihood of that ever happening, it's okay. You'd have to pull down the. If you look at it, the the major industries you would have to pull down. You would have to pull down big pharma because they're um, you know run a lot of that. You would have to pull down the insurance industry. You would have to pull down all the hospital industry as well as the university systems. That are the you know the feeders for they, they've got their own you know their hospitals obviously and they're the the feeder system for for all of this with their with their doctors so if you take those four major industries and you look at all of the all of the um, well the hedge funds that uh, thrive off of those industries and then you take the lobbyists that work for those hedge funds and uh, put that all into the into the hat and think about the unlikelihood that you're gonna pull that behemoth down you know to to privatize and let government run it you think i mean in our lifetime in anybody's lifetime you you really think that's going to happen uh it's just a a dodge that's going on right now that discussion is is being and i'm going to sound like alex fucking jones here who was on rogan the other day again crazy crazy dude um alex jones would say you know well he would say there's interdimensional shape-shifting child molesters that are doing it but um i won't go there but um no, it's it's some sort of a, uh, a manipulation. I feel that's going on to um, to move some sort of stock market uh, uh, price up or down. Uh, you know, it's again hedge funds being involved and, and the wealthy getting wealthy. It's it's I, it just it, it, it. I don't. It's not going to happen. It, and it's like well, I don't
0: know. CVS is uh, throwing their hat in the ring even deeper with these. Uh, they're trying to do more and more preventative care things. Mm-hmm. at a CVS, which That's is right. sort of a mixed deal because it's it's not, it it may, you know, there may be some things, I mean, beyond a flu shot, you know, you might be able to get a checkup. And you, you still might have to go to an emergency room or a hospital right. if they find there's something wrong with you. But I guess the challenge there is is that you're, the concern would be if someone Decides to go to a CVS rather than go to a primary care physician on the regular, you know what I'm saying, because you you don't have health insurance insurance or you want to save money. It's not that the level of care wouldn't necessarily be good. And then the other thing is, do they have CVS everywhere that give access to everywhere, you know, anyone, you know, affordable uh, preventative health care? Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, I guess that would be good for some people who never check their blood pressure, you know, never check their weight, right. you know, They're. you know, They're the basic stuff. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I avoid going, even though I have healthcare and I pay whatever I pay 300 and I pay a little bit less this year, $342 a month. I don't know, 373, whatever it is, it's less than the 400 or so that I paid last year per month. And and I still owe my doctor money, and I still owe the hospital money, and I'm like, fuck, you know. I don't know if it went to collections or not, but – and I don't even want to go get a checkup from my doctor. Yeah. I really don't. I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I
1: – Because of the cost? Because of all the,
0: Well, because saying. last year when I went to the doctor, my, you know, yearly checkup, it was taken care of by my health insurance company, but you know, right, by right. Oscar Healthcare – but I'm paying three seventy three a month. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like okay, that's taken care of. And then he asked, you know, recommended I take a series of tests, including a stress test, because of, my, you know my my age. Sorry, I keep knocking the windscreen thing. Um, anyway, he and I, and I said yes, and and I I made an assumption that they would be covered because one of the things that uh, is challenging is when when you're looking into certain tests, you, it's it's challenging to figure out you can. Ask your doctor's office what they charge for that test, right? And they may give you a number, but that's not necessarily what the negotiated cost is and what that's going to be and who's going to be responsible for it. Yes. And right? they're trying, you know, and they're. Oscar was the company that I have health insurance with. Uh, Oscar um, is is trying to put together those numbers, and they're pretty good about communicating what the costs were, what you paid, what they paid, and what the doctor, and it usually matches up with the doctor's office. But I want to know before I go in, right? If this is not an emergency and my doctor wants me to do this, who's responsible? Is this preventative or is this something that's not covered by the health insurance, and they were working on that database. And now I think that uh, we're getting to the point where I think the law requires that they have to give us numbers, right?
1: I believe they've yeah just...
0: Yeah, they're going to that, but it's not going to happen overnight. And then it's just like, well, because why is this... Why would Colin Flynn play pay X amount for the, whatever procedure at this hospital, but John Craig would pay a different amount, right? Or because we have yeah. different insurance or different levels? of mean, who knows? Like, what? It it almost seems like it's arbitrary, you know. There's, I think it was maybe Planet Money or something does a report like this, uh, you know, once a week. And we'll take these extreme cases of someone being charged, you know, $40,000 for stitches. You know, n- not exactly, but that kind of that thing. That kind of thing, yeah.
1: And, yeah, and yeah. that that goes on. They've got these uh, weird pricing r- things that where the insurance company has negotiated, or, or one insurance company has negotiated a price for this something, and somebody else has got a different price than the person walking through the door uh, without health insurance uh, or, or some sort of, uh, you know, plan that, like, you know, it's uh, ad hoc. That kind of plan is getting charged way more. That kind of shit should not go on. Uh, could they regulate that better? Sure. They. I, I think that's going to happen. But I think the idea of pulling everything into one, uh, one shop, one pl- one place, uh, one, one price, one, one. I just don't see It's, it's going to happen anytime soon. Um, there's too many industries. Uh, like I said, that have that, that are, and these aren't small industries. These are fucking ginormous, multi, you know, bazillion. Uh, uh, billion dollar industries with uh, with that are right. when you get when you're tied into these these hedge funds and stuff with the you know with the lobbyists that are there and the power that they exert and all the dirty underhanded bullshit that goes on I mean we just heard Cohen talking about the shit that Trump's been pulling and I don't I don't doubt that any of that is not true uh, for for a minute uh, I I I uh, uh, I don't think it surprises... It doesn't surprise me. I think if it surprises anybody, you know, that, that that would be... Uh, I, I guess I would wonder why it would surprise somebody that any of that would go on. But, but I also think that if you go into... Any high-level country club in the United States and talk to anybody at Trump's level of of wealth that kind of shit goes on all the time if they've got a lawyer on 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 uh, file doing things those lawyers are generally there to do uh, you know things that are that are dirty for you know not always but uh, they're they're gonna try to if there's a way if there's a way to pay less taxes A wealthy person is going to pay less taxes. If there's a way to make a deal, they're going to try to get the deal done. Uh, They will threaten people. They will send cease and desist letters. They will, you know, have lawyers do lawyerly things, which are generally, you know, the the kind of of things that Cohen was talking about. And uh, do I think Trump's a good guy?
0: No, I do not. Um, Do I think he's... No, 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 Colin Flynn. Trump is not a good guy. He's He's a a great guy. guy. He is just like this country is going to be very soon, especially if we have... Trump in 2020, he's a great guy. I think, what
1: he, I think what he lacks, John, is gravitas, gravitas, gravitas. I looked that word up the other day. Somebody used that word, and it was like, that's exactly what it is that i think uh is is missing in the whole thing it's it's something that whether uh whether you thought that obama was doing the right thing for the country or not uh obama did have dignity he did have seriousness he did have solemnity solemnity of manner that's the uh the uh Meaning of gravitas, dignity, seriousness, solemnity of manner. That's yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You no, that—that's a word that uh, I kind of remember. That word being used on uh, inside the actor's studio, I think. Gravitas. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say that it was. I, I can't remember who had done it. Was it Kiefer Sutherland? Uh, but it, there's the word. seemed to me, just seems so un- obnoxious and pretentious. <laughs> it's like gravitas. I want to. I want to kick you right in your gravitas balls. You know what I mean? Just fuck you That's, and your bullshit.
1: That doesn't give me a, a halcyon moment when if you say things like that, my my halcyon moment goes away. If you if you want my my balls kicked. It, it goes away.
0: You used use the word gravitas. 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 Uh, I, found, I found the bill of the month from NPR. This is from a couple of days ago, February 26th. It was Cat Bites the Hand that Feeds. Hospital Bills, $48,512. $48,512. Right. So there was a woman, 44-year-old uh, woman, Jeanette Parker. Uh, this is outside of the Florida Everglades. Uh, uh, what is she? um I don't know. She has some job with animals and whatever, but uh, she was bit by a cat. So yeah, she's a fish and wildlife biologist, and she uh, total bill forty thousand five twelve forty six thousand four hundred twenty two of that total was for one preventative medication
1: for the uh, rabies part of it, I would guess,
0: yeah. I mean, that's insane. So I don't know what happened with it, but uh, her insurer, yeah, for that injection alone, the hospital billed her and her insurer 46,422. So anyway, I don't know what it ended up being. At the end of it, she wouldn't disclose the rate, but simple math shows the hospital was billing 7,737 per two-milliliter dose.
1: Wow, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, the hospital lowered its charge for rabies immune um, globulin to 1,650 per two milliliters, which would have made Parker's bill 9,900. Still high, but not sky high. That's fucking nuts. That
1: is is insane. Like,
0: would she have died had she not gotten that?
1: Well, she'd have got rabies, she'd have died, uh, but you know, mm. the, 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 and they don't, he, I, with rabies, I, I think they don't know until, basically, until you, basically until you have it, they, they're not 100% sure. So they usually give you that round of stuff because if it does happen, they can't help you. You're, you're pretty much, usually, you're gonna die. It's, it's fatal, and not in a good way to die, either, from what I can tell. <laughs>
0: so here's the resolution after accounting for the insurer's payments, Parker had to pay four thousand one hundred and ninety one dollars for the final three hundred and forty four of the of her deductible for the year plus her ten percent share of the charges accepted by her insurer She's like she said, "My funeral would have been cheaper <laughs> a lot cheaper you, you can get a, uh,
1: I think you can get uh uh in Iowa anyway i think for uh, you can get uh Put in the oven for under under a grand i think i think the seven eight hundred bucks they they'll probably uh give you the ashes if you're uh, if you're on a budget
0: I, I remember i remember listening to the story that uh she said that she would do it again she would save a cat again <laughs> i mean like fuck that cat you his cat. cat yeah yeah, it's yeah. a lot. I
1: see, you know, you read those stories. There's one today about some guy that uh, drowned somehow, trying to save a dog. And uh, I can understand the emotion. Somebody's got a pet involved. But holy shit, when those when those stories uh, get told uh, afterwards, you're like, Jesus, what were you thinking, dude? Well, you know, it's like that. you know, you get caught up in the moment and shit falls apart. And I guess you know, it's a uh, Yep. That you never never yeah. say never so I, I i don't know but uh yeah so you wouldn't go in and uh save your cat either one of your cats the the, the thumper or or steve what, what are their names again
0: <laughs> that's right Th- thumper and steve we'll thumper, leave it at thumper <laughs> and steve. there's just there's just two like manx cats with like, little with n- tiny no tails yep. thumper mm-hmm.
1: thumper and steve Mhm. Uh, all right, and uh, so when you're like when you're uh, when you were doing the traveling thing, and you were uh, you know working, and you were gone, and uh, would, they, would to, to, there's no point when you come back where they're like you know because cats can be standoffish. Do they ever look at you like uh, I don't know this guy? Fuck you. I'm I, no, I'm not.
0: Well, I was never I was never gone for too long. I mean, I think the longest I would go away when I was working for hair product companies doing these events and such, uh, maybe. Maybe four days, sometimes five, but that would be the most.
1: This is like you know, being somebody with dogs. You, you know, you can't get away with that, obviously, because you know you leave the house for more than two hours, and and uh, the shit literally is going to hit the fan with with dogs. So right, yeah, four, four days, five days. Well,
0: so, well, quite frankly, when I was working on the TV show from October until October until uh, that first week of February. I was away for the whole week. I was gone for just as long, but it was every single week. And on the contrary, when I came home late on a Friday night, but usually on a Saturday morning, the cats were meowing and they wanted my attention and they had food, they had water, they had each other. They wanted me, they're fucking assholes and they're delusional, like me, you don't want any part of me. well, human they, beings don't
1: they they're hoping i think that you know you'll show up and you'll pass away in their presence then they can eat
0: your face but, that's true they were just looking to eat my right that's that's they've just seen me yeah what, what was it thumpy and steve yeah thumper, Th- and, Th- steve? thumper. thumper and steve thumper and stumper and steve these know. are my cats i don't know where they came from uh, so i was reading
1: about uh <laughs> speaking of creepy things i was reading about uh, uh there are gangs Gang violence. I never would have thought about this, but there are gangs uh, that uh, exist in in Disneyland. Have you heard of this? The Disney No, Disney you're making gangs. shit up. No, I'm. You can Google this shit. The, I'm
0: talking to Jennifer. Disneyland, gang. Disney World. Are, are you well, sure? Just,
1: just Google gangs. Euro Disney. Yeah. Gangs of Disney. This was something I, I have to admit uh, that uh, was spoken about on uh, on Rogan, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like there's this is not cannot be true. But they they uh, apparently uh, there are these.
0: <laughs> yes. More photos of Disneyland's awkward gangs. Yes. this is on vice's website
1: yeah they have, they have uh, and, a, and they've got these stupid and this is with oh, would this this would this is why you know I, I've just I've, I've expressed my my displeasure with Disney uh, on on the show uh, and this would really this would okay if I went if I got suckered into going again and and went and uh, one of these guys pulled this shit I would be so mad but um, there's a way that you kind of get jumped into the gang uh, I guess apparently and one of the things that you have to do uh, is uh, somehow be responsible the person responsible for disabling a ride So they will, like, get a big, like, maybe a stuffed teddy bear or something and, uh, like, throw it on the tracks or something like that, or they'll find some way to shut the ride down. And so when you're standing there in line for four fucking hours, like you have to anyway for everything at that goddamn place, um, Magical Kingdom, where you stand in line, uh, and the ride suddenly is not working, that's because one of these fucktards disabled the ride so that they could get into the Disney gang, like the big bad wolves of Disney. Socal <laughs> these these people exist, and uh I'm just like. All right. Yeah, we have we have a We right. have a common acquaintance that is
0: Jennifer uh, Elin uh, lives in Southern California and she's a uh, season pass holder to Disneyland and 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 she loves it. She goes all the time. She posts pictures on several her, times a week. Yep, she goes, mm-hmm, goes, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't hate on Disney or Disney World. Now, I'm not a big fan of these Disney gangs at all. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I haven't interacted with Jennifer. She doesn't listen to podcasts she she did tell me one day she
1: listened to this uh, and no, uh, I don't it was, believe it she did and she, she I know she did because uh, I was uh, razzing you about uh, your uh, your ex-wife and I was uh, I think that was the one where I was uh, suggesting that the two of you yeah should,
0: g- should, yeah uh, I know what you were suggesting out. yeah yeah I know what you were saying I was yeah saying as long
1: as it was the Thanksgiving it was the I wouldn't
0: Sunday. I wouldn't want that to happen where are we gonna do? I don't want Thumper and Steve watching you know
1: I was thought maybe you know you guys could uh, you know share share the gravy is what I was suggesting on that show after or Thanksgiving or something, uh, gravy cleanup I, or something like that. I'm, I'm trying to come up with uh, with a metaphor, with an analogy. Uh, anyway, she had heard that and she uh, she sent me a text and she was like, <laughs> she was.
0: She,
1: she was told you to be
0: nice. What was she saying?
1: No. She, well, she, there, see, in every story, there's 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 the protagonist, there's the antagonist,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and uh, I, you know, you were in a place there where uh, I think you were at least maybe the reluctant protagonist but you were definitely uh serving the role of the protagonist uh, for that, in that storyline and so i had to i had to antagonize a little bit so <laughs> she uh i think she actually was amused by it because uh mm-hmm. she, she thought I yeah take, taking it a ways uh, and I took it to the uncomfortable, uncomfortable place, and then, uh, you know, as usual, I just kind of backed off. But
0: uh, yeah, I, I, so as I'm reading more about these gangs, these Disneyland. So here's this is an article from the Los Angeles Times. This is a uh, this is from the beginning of February of. Uh, 2018, actually. And it says, um, they stroll through Disneyland in packs of 20 or more motley crews that resemble a cross between the Hells Angels motorcycle gang And a grown-up Mickey Mouse club with their Disney-themed tattoos and their matching denim vests strewn with trading pins and logos. Disneyland social clubs, by most accounts, are harmless alliances of friends and families who meet up at the park to share a nerdy obsession for all things Disney. With club names such as Neverland Mermaids and Tigger Please. Um, It's all about the shared love for Disney. Yeah, bunch of losers. Uh, there's no one. There's nothing called Tigger, please. It's not Tigger, please. There is one called the Tigger Army, but uh, I was trying to shoehorn a joke. That was the word. Never mind. Uh, I failed. Uh. <laughs> 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 hey.
1: you're talking about a rub and a rub and tigger club <laughs> <I get> <laughs> uh,
0: so, so the the uh so the, just failed uh, jokes uh you know I, I was talking to you recently about stand-up comedy and how uh, i wanted to do it again and you're going and it's, up you're it's, going up yeah yeah uh, in time maybe although i'm not so sure after the show that i went to last night Why, I went, what, somebody, what
1: made you change your mind about last night well
0: Well, it didn't make me change my mind I just I went to see a show that my 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 friend uh, my friend Eric you know the guy I went to college with uh, who lives in New York now he was hosting a show called uh, What's So Funny and uh, there's this um, other stand-up comic that he was doing the show with so Eric was the host and the other guy had the concept What's So Funny and the concept essentially it was hard to really get my head around but there was some infighting with these guys and and, uh, and so it was is, is, you know, have you seen Springsteen on Broadway? I have not, but uh, you're no, familiar no. with it. Okay, but you know Springsteen Springsteen by himself, I think, playing acoustic guitar, playing yeah. the songs and then right. telling the story yeah. behind it. Well, essentially the other comedian Joe saw that, was inspired and wanted to do something like that and and then like you essentially tell your jokes and then you explain the story behind it. Okay. And something like that. Yeah. So uh, last night, and then I guess it'll, not last night, but at the previous show last week the guy joe was kind of not heckling uh eric but was like calling him out and giving him shit and it was like kind of awkward and then after the show they the other three comics eric and the other two guys and and this guy that were sort of trying to put the show together were sort of saying like don't do that don't do that so last night eric goes up and he brings up the bruce springsteen thing and he's like you know explains the whole thing where you know Six comedians come up, and you've got three bullet points, and you basically are to tell a story that you've never shared on stage before, right? And then you explain whatever, and then you've got like the stool—that's the serious chair—and there's a music stand, and you have your notes and whatever. But you don't really do notes when you do stand-up comedy. It's such a weird thing, but whatever. And so, so Eric opens up the show, hosts ten minutes, and then he brings up Joe, and Joe comes up and does hit bit, and then he immediately calls out Eric for explaining the show wrong and then after joe finishes his set after he stops talking about eric eric comes up and he asks oh how do you think it went and then joe just fucking like attacked him like it seemed like andy kaufman shit like it was fake he's just like you know what fuck you you don't have any friends nobody likes you you wake and bake you wake you wake up at, like, 4 o'clock every day, and he's like, he's like, you know what? Fuck you. You're done. Get out of here. You're, I fired you. You're fired. And he fired him. He <laughs> Eric did not come up until the end of the show, and it wasn't a bit. Like, it was so weird and dark and twisted, and I loved every fucking second of it. But wanted would want no part of being up on that stage, man. I mean, the show went off, and the guy that, that, that closed the show did a great job. He's another guy that, you know, here, here it is. Here's this guy, Joe telling Eric, he's got no friends. And, uh, he, he, and here I am, I'm a friend of Eric's for a good 28 years. Yeah. The guy that closed the show has known Eric since high school. So he's <laughs> known Eric, like this guy actually stayed at Eric's house for like three months while he was going shit with going through shit from with his family. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he does have friends. He's got real friends for a long time and two of them are at the fucking show. You know what I mean? It's right. like, and, uh, it, it, the stuff about, uh, Eric sleeping until 4 p.m. and waking and baking and possibly drinking too much and all that other shit. True. <laughs> however, however, as Eric said last night, not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. It wasn't relevant, but it, it, that doesn't stop me. Like I, I went there as a friend of Eric's, and I didn't know what to expect. And I just I went to to shoot video for him. That's it. I set up some I had two cameras. Audio and recorded the damn thing, and it was weird when he got fired. I'm standing there in the middle of this small club, you know, the West Side Comedy Club. At like it's right by the Beacon Theater. It's on uh, the corner of 75th and Broadway, and it's right below. There's uh this place called Playa Betty's, which is just sort of like this big restaurant. And I guess the guy owns the space downstairs, small comedy club. It was cool. You know, it's in the, it's kind of in the basement and whatever. And, uh, but I'm standing there going, like, what am I supposed to do? There's a show going on right now. There's no intermission. Like, I'm standing right in the middle. There weren't a lot of, um, you know, audience members there. Yeah. But nonetheless, I'm like, I'm texting Aaron. I'm like, I know, I mean, I, I, I'll i meet up with you. I, I mean, I can't like make it worse, you know. I don't want to be any part of that, and quite frankly, I wanted to capture the rest of the show. I was like, "This is fantastic," and uh, but I, when I I tried to talk to Joe after the show, uh, I didn't really meet him and ask him, "Hey, can I interview about that?" Like, I want to make a documentary. I want to know what the fuck's going on here. But you know, it, it's it, w- the guy that closed the show last night. He said something that I thought was pretty good. Um, this guy's name is Albert, and I don't know Albert's last name, but Albert said, "You know." that you know stand-up comedy uh, is therapeutic it can be therapeutic but it it, it really shouldn't be treated as therapy and, and i agree with him there you know and even when i told cameron about this concept of like you tell your jokes and then cameron my son is 16 you tell your jokes and you make it funny and then you explain the story behind it and how it's real and it's serious he's like doesn't that make the jokes not funny? Right. <laughs> like it's like, right. So, so I was going through, like I told you, I was like, kind of wanted to revisit this and I had this idea that I want to do. And I, I went into, you know, the house, um, you know, cause I, as you know, and some people that listen, know, I live in my ex-wife's pool house, hence you wanting us to mix up our gravy. Uh, so I went into the house and I, I said, can I go up into the attic? I went in the attic and I was looking for micro, like I had this micro cassette recorder and micro cassettes from like 20 years ago of me doing stand-up comedy. And so I found it. It took me a while. There was a lot of shit up there. And I, I I found some. And I found my very first tape not of me performing. I haven't found anything of me performing yet. If I find it, I will make sure that I digitize it and we can play it. I'm fine with that. I did see a lot of my notes. And I heard a lot of my audio notes. And I was like... The douche chills I was getting listening to them were awful. It was like, oh my God, where's the fucking joke? It's just like, I might record me comment, you know, doing commentary on my joke ideas that weren't fucking jokes or funny. But I did find this one, I found a note, right? And I found this one piece of paper here. And hold on, let me see if I can figure this out. I don't have a music stand here or anything. Hold on one second. Um, And I read this, and this is the only thing that didn't, even though it wasn't funny. This is 20 years ago. I don't have a date written on it, but it it had to have been 20 years ago because that's when I was doing this. And I wrote, why is it that when a criminal suspect is brought into custody by the police, they're always wearing a hooded sweatshirt? Now, I didn't use the word hoodie. I think it's simple. When I was younger, my mom or dad would say, it's cold out, put on your coat. I guess it's kind of the same thing. It'd be like, Todd, where are you going? The crack house, remember to wear your hooded sweatshirt. Replace that with hoodie. So I think what I was trying to do there was to try to make a joke about, um, you know, you would wear, if you go to a, you know, an interview, You know, you know, you, you have to bring your resume and you wear a suit. You know, same kind of thing. If you're going to do, you know, nefarious shit, You wear a hoodie. So, um, but it's, but, uh, and then it's like, but it's too hot out. That's what Todd would say. And I didn't give, and and I'm impressed with myself that I didn't give Todd a name like Leroy or, or, Tyrone, right? And I wasn't politically correct back then. I don't even think that was a thing. So remember to wear your sweatshirt, but it's too hot out. Remember what happened to your brother? He disgraced the family. Okay. And I don't mind if these kids break the law, but I don't want them to get caught. But if they do, they need to cover up. In my day, we were secure in our masculinity. None of this is funny. In my day, we were secure in our masculinity. We could wear a lady's stocking on our head. But not these kids. That's true. They used to run into a bank with a a stocking on their head. Always have to look uh, so fancy. Just because a person is arrested for a crime, it doesn't mean they're guilty. In this country, we're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. So a federal judge ruled it unconstitutional for the police to parade criminal suspects in front of the news cameras. That's uh, the perp walk. Uh, and then I wrote, they should also rule it unconstitutional for police to shoot an innocent, unarmed civilian. So I don't know what was going on back at that time. But again, a lot of, there wasn't a lot of funny there. But it was kind of surprising to me that I wrote that in 99. And that,
1: ladies and gentlemen, is our show.